Welcome to Sports Rivals with Monty and Ernie, lively, entertaining banter on sports topics you want to hear. All right, everyone, wherever you may be and however you may be listening, Happy New Year from the Sports Rivals, Ernie, as we get started for Season 3. That's right. This is the first episode of our third season with the Sports Rivals podcast, and we're going to talk a lot of football. The NFL's down to the last week. NCAA college football playoffs the two semifinal games ernie out of this world we've got we've got your best bets for the last week of the season and then we'll go with ernie's closing thought but ernie let's first talk nfl and then for somebody who hasn't paid attention to the nfl season since week five when the rams were out of it already your Steelers, I remember about two months ago when they were three and eight or something along those lines or, or two and six. Yeah. And you said, I'm just trying to figure out a way for the Steelers to get into the playoffs. We're one week out. They're eight and eight. And I actually think it looks <laughs> really good pending what's what's going on right now in the Buffalo Cincinnati game. Your thoughts first on your Steelers and what? How far they've come so fast. Yeah, I mean, it's not how far they've come. I think it's, I mean, all the wins have been close. I mean, they, they could have easily gone the opposite direction with these. I think it's just the the character of the, really, I think it's Coach Tomlin and his uh, past success and the players wanting him and knowing that he has a streak going where he's never had a losing season. I don't think they want to be the squad to be the first squad on his uh list to not make to not have a, to have a losing season so that's been driving right now they're an even 500 with the Browns uh, game next week Browns really are out of it Steelers have every, everything to play for pending what happens on the in the Jets game and also the New England game uh, both games I think that I think New, New England is our underdogs the Jets Miami game is uh, even split with two out of the game so Take it for what you will. The Steelers are favored, so you know what it looks. It, I I would say I mean for for three games to go in their favor, I would say it's they got like about a thirty percent chance. You know, even though the you know the, the games look like it's gonna be in their favor, but I'm just happy that they made it. This this shows a lot of character. The offensive line has played well. Kenny Pickett has turned has turned around being a turnover machine. Uh, to being a more ball-controlled quarterback. Coming in clutch two weeks in a row. Exactly, and you know he had to do it two weeks, like you said, against the Raiders last week and you know, just yesterday that nice pass right over the head onto Najee Harris, who, actually, who himself had a great rushing game. So very happy for, as a Steelers fan, and happy for a Steeler nation. Yeah, I mean, it's incredible. I mean, I, I actually think, I mean, it's been two these two marquee names that have had a similar quest. You got the Steelers in the AFC. You got the Packers in the NFC who now control their own destiny. Mm-hmm. Um, so it looks to me like the Packers are going to find a way to get in. And I think the Steelers are in a really good situation. With Miami now 
probably down to their third string quarterback on a five game losing streak it all comes down to how motivated will the jets be are the jets gonna want to be spoilers or are they gonna pack it in that's gonna tell what their character is like is is how much motivation they have and then the other one the the patriots bills i would think that ordinarily you would think that the bills are going to be prohibitive favorites and they they would be However, we're recording right now, right during the Buffalo and Cincinnati game, and one of their players, uh, DeMar Hamlin, collapsed on the field, needed to be uh, given CPR, and AED was administered to him right there on the field. We don't know the extent of what caused this or what the injury is like. The game has been suspended for now. Mm-hmm. Um, so that kind of throws a wrench into to the Steeler pants. Don't get me wrong. Our my our biggest concern is for the health of Demar Hamlin. But if this game gets suspended, there's going to be so many things that play into factor into this um, because you need the Bills to win. You know, you right. need the Bills to be able to beat the Patriots next week in order for the Steelers to get in. I like the Steelers. I I give it a fifty percent chance that the Steelers get in mm-hmm. because I just see the matchups favoring them. Uh, and then if they get in, it's anyone's anyone's game once you get into the playoffs oh yeah riding their streak and i think with their confidence you know at least in the first round i don't think they have enough horsepower actually to get deep into the playoffs but i think they can run a first you know a first round ups in the well playoffs. right now it's all up in the air i mean as we speak right now buffalo's the number one seed kansas city's two and cincinnati's three that's why this game has so much importance, this Buffalo-Cincinnati game, because Cincinnati's already beaten Kansas City. Buffalo's beaten Kansas City. If Cincinnati were to beat Buffalo, they could be up there at the number one seed. But the bottom line is your Steelers with the last playoff spot, because that's what they're going to be, right. would play one of those three, either at the Chiefs, at the Bills, or at the Bengals in the first round, whoever comes out with the number two uh, number two seed. So right now, that looks like the loser. Uh, it could be Kansas City if Buffalo wins out, or, or probably it's going to be Buffalo uh, if they lose one of these remaining two games. So I'm excited for you because I thought we were both in the same boat and your boat went upstream and my boat kept going downstream. <laughs> so at least one of us has hope as we enter the uh, the playoff time period. So in the AFC, we talked a little bit about the top three seeds. Mm-hmm. Baltimore continues to struggle. If they don't get Lamar Jackson back, they're going to be out pretty no. quickly. No, they have on an offense. The Los Angeles Chargers, now that they're healthy, are playing really good ball. I mean, Keenan Williams and Mike Williams are doing well. Austin Eckler's continuing to do well. Their line is producing. Joey Bosa is now back, mm-hmm. and he's making a difference on that defense. So the defense is playing a little bit better. They're peaking right now. They're 10-6. Yeah. and six. They go to Denver next week I think they've already clinched the fifth spot so I'm not sure if they're going to play their starters next right. week but um whoever's that fourth seed which is going to be either Jacksonville or Tennessee so eight and eight Jacksonville seven and nine Tennessee are going to play for the AFC t- South title next week I like the Chargers chances I do. against uh, either of those yeah I do too I do too I mean Tennessee has I mean I think Tennessee did, didn't Tennessee beat them earlier in the year the Chargers? the Chargers? Well, I know Jacksonville blew out the Chargers in Los Angeles early in the year. Okay, it was like that, some yeah. massive game. Okay, but my, my point is, is that uh, the Chargers are, like you said, 
uh, on a hot streak. Right? They won their last four games, and like you said, they're healthy and prime, in prime condition. Really, it's it's what it works out to be is getting to be playing your best ball as you head into the playoffs, irregardless of records. I remember the the Steelers in their last their last Super Bowl win. Uh, not their last Super Bowl, but their last Super Bowl win. They came in as the sixth seed, and they won the Super Bowl. And back then, that's when there were only six seeds. It was right. the same way with Aaron Rodgers. The only Super Bowl he ever won was as the sixth seed. Right. Um, and then there's those giant teams with Eli that that upset you know a whole bunch of teams on the way. So you're right. It does, and that's why sometimes what we're seeing with the Eagles, you get out to such a great start. Now, granted, in their case, Jalen Hurts is hurt right now, but you limp into the playoffs, and then you get a bye. Sometimes that momentum is destroyed, and it's hard to get that back. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, in the AFC, I think, well, pending the health of the, the Bills player, it's anyone's game. I could see Buffalo, Kansas City, Cincinnati. I could see a Charger team get hot and, and, and make some things happen. I don't think Baltimore is set up to win right now. And I don't believe that the Steelers, as much as you don't want to hear this, I would be shocked if they won three games to get to a Super Bowl. You and me. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I'd be happy with one. But it's going to be really, really good because you even whoever has home field, there's no clear favorite to me. In the NFC, so the Eagles had it all wrapped up, so they thought. And and now they have to win on Sunday in order to keep the number one seed because if they were to lose to the Giants and Dallas beats the Commanders, who now have nothing to play for Mm -hmm. other than the fact that they hate Dallas, Dallas would jump to be the number one seed. Um, And Philadelphia would drop all the way to three because San Francisco would be the two seeds. So the NFC has gotten a little bit more jumbled up. Um, but I think all the intrigue is around that Packers-Lions game on Sunday. Can Detroit finish off an amazing season and get into the playoffs at 9-8? and eight? Or is Aaron Rodgers going to lead the Packers back from the doldrums and sneak in at 9-8? and eight? What are your thoughts on that game? Well, that's going to be one of my picks, actually. I'm... I'm I like the Detroit Lions story. I just don't like their history. I mean, um, based and based upon history, it's not on their side. Based upon history, it's on Aaron Rodgers' side. He has, I mean, he's in his twilight. Let's all admit, he is in his twilight. This, if he has to carry this team on one leg, he'll carry this team on one leg. I mean, this this is a game that he's going to put everything into it. And, you know, with all those MVPs and with everything else out there, he's only got one Super Bowl. And this, this guy's going to want to have a chance to make it into the Super Bowl. So I, I'm, I'm taking, I'm betting on Aaron Rodgers versus the Detroit Lions past playoff history. Yeah, I mean, I would agree. I, I would be really surprised if Detroit was able to go up to Green Bay and knock them off. Green Bay has all the momentum. Uh, their running game is playing well. Their defense is playing well. Jair Alexander really backed up the talk, talking all week about shutting down Justin Jefferson and did exactly that. Mm-hmm. One catch for 15 yards. I like Green Bay to get in. Um, my Rams are traveling up to Seattle to face the Seahawks. So that's a gimme for the Seahawks there. So to me, it comes down to, I mean, Detroit needs help. Detroit has to win and Seattle has to lose. Mm-hmm. Green Bay just has to win and then they pass everybody to get into that spot. So 
Interesting, interesting decision. In the NFC, I still believe, as I have for quite a while now, that the San Francisco 49ers are the best team uh, in the NFC. The only doubt that I had early on was how would Brock Purdy do? He has been just like Jimmy Garoppolo, if not better, Mm -hmm. in every single game. And they're still playing without Debo Samuel, Mm -hmm. although their defense made a hiccup yesterday. I don't know how Jarrett Stidham put up 34 points on the 49ers, but they did. Um, But that 49er team is locked and loaded, and I believe they're going to be a handful for anyone in the NFC. The longest winning streak in the NFL at nine games in a row. You're talking about a hot team getting hot. That is the San Francisco 49ers. And I'm loving them. I'm loving them. The two longest winning streaks on both conferences are the San Francisco 49ers and the Cincinnati Bengals. My two teams that I picked earlier in the year to get to the Super Bowl, it didn't look good in the first month. Probably guys who listen to that podcast said, oh, Ernie, that's a, that's a loser one for you. Look at me now, guys. <laughs> yep. He's got a definite chance there. He's definitely got a chance there. I mean, I love the way San Francisco is playing right now. I don't love San Francisco as a Rams fan, but I love the way that they're playing right now. So right now, as we speak, an interesting matchup. Dallas would go to Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay has been up and down all year. They did beat Dallas in week one. Can Dallas go into Tampa Bay? Do they have the gumption to beat Tampa Bay? They should. They seem to be way more talented than this Tampa Bay team. They should, but Dallas is Dallas in the playoffs for the last 25 years. So that'll be interesting. Minnesota seems to have peaked early. They're now, they've lost a couple of games down the stretch. Um, I could see them beating the Giants or whoever comes in seventh. But if you're in that second spot, you're going to get Green Bay in that first game. Anything can happen when Aaron Rodgers is involved. But I, if it's San Francisco sitting there, San Francisco will run the ball right down the Packers' throat to oh, me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but if anyone else is sitting at two, if it's the Eagles, if it's the Vikings, I think the Packers will upset them. They could, especially if it's the Vikings. I mean, the Vikings, with, with, with a 12-4 record right now, they have a minus 19-point differential. That means in their four losses, they've give, given up 19 more points in their losses than they've accumulated uh, point differential on their 12 wins. So, Well, because 11 of those wins are one-score yeah, wins, that's why. Yeah. And when they lose, they get they humiliated. Yes. So. But, give, but give them credit. I mean, they came back with that bit, the largest comeback in, in NFL history. So, you know what? I still think they're going to lose. No, I do too. <laughs> I, I, I think, I don't think, I don't see Minnesota being able to, to go far. To me, the only, the only competition that I shouldn't say only the strongest competition for the 49ers would be a healthy Eagles team yeah. at home. Yeah. If the Eagles are playing at home, we don't know what Brock Purdy would be in 20 degree temperatures uh, in Philadelphia. But if they, if San Francisco gets home field, they're going to march into the Super Bowl to me. And if Philadelphia, is not healthy and they're not they have some defensive injuries they have lane johnson who's the right tackle the best right tackle in football he's out he may not be back for the playoffs and then of course jalen hurts i mean without jalen hurts they're a completely different team or so it looks so far so that'll be interesting but your Steelers, Ernie, they're still there. They're still they're there. They're still there. They're being a pass. I mean... Well, even if they were to win and not make the playoffs, they keep Tomlin's streak alive yeah. with nine wins. Yeah, so man. that'll be an accomplishment yeah, in and of itself. That'll be good. That'll be good. I, you know, and, and then I get to look forward for the draft in which they got the, the Chicago Bears 
uh, second round pick, and being that the Chicago Bears right now are like the second pick, yeah, that'll be that'll be a have, good pick. They'll, yeah, they'll have two early picks. Now, absolutely, that's going to be exciting for them. And even if T.J. Watt has not been the same, he had a sack this past weekend. Yeah. That's only his fifth sack on the year. Yeah. Since he's come back, though, they're winning. And the Steelers are winning with defense. They've held, what, five straight opponents to under 20 points, and that's why they're winning. They're all close games. They're not scoring a lot. They're controlling the ball with a good running game. But defense is so much better than they were when he was out. So, again, his importance, even if he's not statistically being TJ, he makes makes a massive impact on their win-loss record. Yeah, yeah. You you have have to double-team him or else. I mean, he's just a... Big time disruptor over there, and, and being and we all know he's probably pay, playing at eighty percent right now. He, you know, that that torn pack takes a takes a long time. Yeah, I remember when, when Cam Hayward had a torn pack. He didn't even come back, and he had his early in, early in the year. He didn't come back as fast as T.J. Watt. So, you know, I give him credit. Yeah, he's made from a he's cut from a different class. So let's transition into our our really our last top five teams for the regular season. I'll go first. Basically the same teams, but I have them in a different order. You can kind of guess who I have at number one based on how I've been talking for the last couple of minutes. I am going to have San Francisco as my number one team. Eagles have been there for about two months, but two straight losses. They can't stay at number one, even if I know Jalen Hurts is not playing. So San Francisco moves up to one. I'm going to cheat a little bit because the Buffalo Cincinnati winner was going to be my number two. So right now, because of Buffalo was my two before, I'm going to leave Buffalo at number two. I'm going to put Cincinnati at number three. I'm going to put Kansas City at number four. And the Eagles still stay in my top five at number five if they have Jalen Hurts, which I got to assume he's going to play this weekend. So I'll go San Fran one, Buffalo, Cincinnati, two, three, Kansas City, four, and the Eagles at five. Okay, I'm going to go. I'm going to throw away everything that uh, might not everything, but. Basically, a bunch of my criteria in regards to how I uh, gauge my uh, top five in the NFL. Uh, I'm going based upon just my gut feeling in, in, in this week. Huh? And I, I'm going to stick with my gut feeling. And my gut feeling early in the year was the two Super Bowl re- representatives would be Cincinnati and San Francisco with Cincinnati winning it all. I'm going to stick with that. They're going to be my number one team. And I'm just not throwing out them out there. They have won seven in a row. They've been doing it in great fashion. They've been following the same pattern as it did last year, except better. Better. This is the type of Cincinnati team that they just get better as the season goes along. And if, if, if they're playing like that, I feel that with the year experience, with, with especially with... Uh, uh, you know, Chase and the boys out there, I think they're they're right now peaking. Even though San Francisco is on a nine-game winning streak, I still think that is mostly on defense. I got a feeling that, you know, the big plays out there, the splash plays at Cincinnati, if they do meet in the Super Bowl, uh, would, over, would overcome San Francisco on, on that standpoint. I believe why they lost last year is because of that offensive line. The offensive line still isn't that great. But they're a little bit better, and I think they can produce on that point. So I Cincinnati number one, seven-game winning streak. San Francisco number two, nine-game winning streak. I still have Philadelphia. I was dogging them earlier in the year, saying that, that you know, we got to wait till the smoke clears, wait till the smoke clears. 
this team is good, and they will have Jalen Hurts back. Whether it be a 100% Jalen Hurts or not, Jalen Hurts will return. That Philadelphia team has proven to me that they are worthy. They're my number three team. I'm going to put Buffalo and Kansas City. They've been just too consistent out there. They are rounding up my top five. Buffalo four, Kansas City number five. All right. So basically the same teams, just in a slightly different order. Um I really, I, I mean, your your prognostication for the Super Bowl right now looks looks pretty good. So let's jump into our last regular season picks. And this week is hard. We'll be honest with you. Trying to pick this on Monday for Sunday, not knowing who's going to play, who's motivated, all of these kinds of things is going to be an extreme challenge. I'm going to tell you right now, I'll go first, but I like Ernie's picks better than my picks. <laughs> but this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to ride with the San Francisco 49ers. They are laying 14 points at home against Arizona. Arizona Arizona resilient game against Atlanta it showed that they were still trying it is JJ Watts last game he is retiring at the end of this season so next week would be the end of the season for Arizona I think they'll be partially motivated but the way the NFL makes it all the teams that have a chance for the number one seat all play at the same time so the 49ers are going to be motivated and a motivated 49er team against the third string fourth string quarterback now for the Arizona Cardinals I cannot see this being close I I sense a 31 to 3 type game so I'll lay the 14 with the 49ers and on the same premise a desperate team that needs to win versus a disappointed team that is now eliminated I'll take the Dolphins to find a way with either Bridgewater or or Skylar Thompson to beat the Jets and get into the playoffs despite what you want. Um, I, I just think at Pickham, Miami just has to win. Can they really lose six straight to the end of the year? Um, the Dolphin Nation will be devastated. Yeah. So I like Miami to find a way. I just don't trust that young Jet team to be motivated now that their season is done. Yeah, I was mulling over that game except I had an opposite. Of, yeah. course, of course, my reason being is I need them. I need the Jets to win. So I, 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 I was going to pick the Jets in that game, but... I'm going to go with my with my boys, the Steelers. I mean, they've been playing very well. They've won five of their last six. This is always a rivalry with the Browns. They're going to remember the years that when, when they uh, were one and done, when, especially two years ago when they had that 11-game winning streak to start the season. First round, they match up with the Browns at home. Browns run over them in the first half like hot knife through butter melted butter that's how that's how bad how bad that game was Steelers are going to remember that they're going to exact revenge they need this game but the most important reason and the most important factor in this is Tomlin has never had a losing season again 16 years Tomlin has never had a losing season this will not be the first one I mean, this the 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 way that this panned out, having to win all these games at desperation, close games have hardened this group. I think they're gonna take the three. I think this is gonna be a blowout. Browns don't have nothing to nothing to play for. The Steelers do. This is gonna be one of the. Uh, I I like this double digit. My second game is the is the Packers and the Lions. Again, I already mentioned it earlier in the game when you asked me about this. I I. I just like the Packers in this one. I mean, I, again, it's it, it's it's to me, it's Aaron Rodgers' legacy. I just I gotta go with that. The Lions, good season, and I think they're gonna be, you know, they'll be a team to reckon with next year. I I think so. I I think if they just keep on surrounding themselves with uh you know more bits and pieces out there, 
Uh, Stafford is is playing well, I think. Goff. Oh, Goff, I'm sorry. Not Stafford. <laughs> Goff is playing well, so, you know, not the real... Uh, not the Rams golf, you know, in his last in his last couple of years. I think the pressure has uh, died down, being that he's now he's in a yeah he's playing well in a team that really has really no expectations. But I think that works out better for him. Uh, but you got to go with Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I, I think so. And like I said, I like Ernie's picks. The only concern that I would have, you know, as a as a Steeler fan would be would make the Brown season to knock the Steelers out I mean it would totally and I was surprised at how resilient they've been the last couple of weeks I thought the commanders desperate commanders would beat them but Cleveland pretty much controlled that game now can they go into Steeler Nation and knock them off Ernie says no he says double digit win for the Steelers and he likes the Green Bay Packers to beat the Detroit uh, Lions by more than four and a half. I'll go with the huge spread 49ers and the pick of Miami Dolphins as well. Um, again, this is Monty. That's Ernie. We are the sports rivals. Ernie, let's transition into the NCAA bowl season college football playoffs. Just in general, the bowl games have been fairly good. Another great one today with USC and Tulane. But those two semifinal games are the two best games I can remember in the semifinals because typically they're blowouts they've been blowouts recently but let's start with that first game i was shocked that tcu beat michigan i was shocked that they scored 51 points on michigan a team that's given up only 13 points all year granted two pick sixes helped um but tcu got it done they got some breaks they capitalized on it but every time michigan answered they countered answer counter all the way to the very end, 51-45. Yeah, I mean, I really thought Michigan was going to come back. I mean, when they were down by 21 going into the third, I said, this is over. Give it to Michigan. I mean, that's the heart of a champion. They came back. I actually thought in the last minute, Michigan, Michigan is going to win this game. They're going to they're gonna find some way. They're going to find that magic. Harbaugh's going to pull up uh, some kind of trick play, and Michigan's going to pull, pull it up, but... You gotta give it up to to to, the, to those guys. I mean, TCU and their program. I mean, like you said, they answered every call when Michigan came back, and that's what needs to happen when you when you want to play. Z. And the way I like this, this puts up, this shuts up all the critics who said that Alabama needed to be in the game. Alabama earlier in the game blew out their competition, uh, Kansas. Was Kansas State that they played? Kansas State, they blew yeah. Out Kansas State, and if TCU lost, the critics would have came out and said Alabama should have been in there. Alabama should have been in there. You know, TCU had no right to to play in the game. Guess what? TCU is going to be in the national championship game. That's why we play these games, even though on paper it looked like it was going to be a one-sided game. It probably you play that game uh, ten times. Michigan's going to win, I would say, about eight of those times. You know, eight of those times. Maybe nine. Maybe this is that one out of ten that they've won. But you play the game. And if any sport has shown me over the years of watching sports, that college football try that that shows up. They had the perfect game plan. I go back to uh, the our last podcast when I referenced back to the NCAAs. Uh, 